Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. And we're back for episode two, part two. I messed that up. Here it is. Uh, that, I think that's a big reason why like people kind of hate the news because it's been exposed. That their like sort of phoniness has been exposed with all the organic alternatives. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. in podcasting and stuff. Like people just want to hear normal people talk and have a and, and people who like. Another thing with like a lot of podcasts is that they like pretend to have this like profound insight into things. Like I like podcasts where they're like, I don't know, I don't know. Like I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know how to answer this. Like especially with like anything like political. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, everyone has all the answers, and they love to like bash your head in with them and tell you what a dumb dumb you are. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you don't agree with them and like. I love, there's a couple of like Twitch streamers and uh, like podcasts where people are sort of wrestling with like philosophical, political, social topics. And they're like, honestly, I don't know. Like, this is what I think. This is why. But I could totally be wrong. Like, I, don't, I, I like that. It's so refreshing to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, human. It's not, it's not like a fucking computer that, or like yeah. a, a person that like his like like been influenced by said news or like done his own research. Like he actually has, or like maybe he does his own research and like actually tries to figure out what he, what he wants to say, not what everyone else wants to say. Like it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. So no, trust me. I love that. And things like about the economy, like I'll hear people be like, stock buybacks are the worst thing for this country. You're like, what, what's a stock buyback? They're like, it's, uh, <laughs> and like I agree I don't think stock buybacks are good but like you probably want to know what it is before yeah. you start like you know yeah, burning stock things buybacks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, but everyone yeah and people are uh, people are like oh you need to read more political theory it's like how about we have an argument and you not tell me to do more homework like <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Or if you've already done the homework you, yourself, then why don't you tell me about it? Exactly. Yeah, enlighten me. Let me know. Marxes, you know, uh, you know, notes on the. I have the, the first whatever, sentence like, of the Wikipedia page memorized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Really, it's like I've read enough Wikipedia pages. I'm like, how many books? Dude, reading a book is so hard. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's really, a, a full book. It's like a project. <laughs> Especially with like a lot of like political people, they're telling you to read political theory from like the 1800s. Yeah, which I don't know if you've ever even like looked at those, but uh, it's not accessible to the average person. And, like, well, probably not to it, them either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you really have to like wrestle with it and look up supplemental information and write like, notes, uh, write notes and stuff. And it's like that's li- you're talking about like weeks of work just to like have a sort of argument with someone online like I, people are they're not doing it they're not they're reading a wikipedia page uh which was 
written by someone like them who probably didn't even read the full text. Yep. And then um, just like regurgitating it and then going into like an echo chamber. And I'm like pretty left leaning guy. Uh, but I don't know. I find it's like more pronounced on the left a lot. Uh, where people, it's like dismissive and sort of hiding behind this veneer of like an, you know, hyper intellectualism. Oh, uh, yeah. Whereas the, the right, they're just wrong. They, they don't do that. <laughs> but they're, they're just bad at arguing. <laughs> like, at least the left's got that going for them. But no, I'm kidding. I don't. That's awesome. I don't have any political opinions whatsoever. I'm just a good boy and I work hard and I want my cookies. But yeah, and that that is uh, that is tough because you you can't really be apolitical these days because politics. It's everywhere is in it's ever i mean it's, it's always been everywhere but now it's but now we have the internet so yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so it's really everywhere and uh our country like half the country wants to kill the other half and vice yep. versa uh and so yeah you kind of gotta like sort of choose a side um but it sucks because i think like everyone kind of wants the same thing they're just like, um, I mean, not necessarily, but like, I think a lot of people's like, it's, it's a lot of like cultural issues, right. As opposed to like policy issues Yeah, where, uh, people fucking hate each other, but like they both want healthcare. Like they, just, they hate each other because like one person, you know, drives a truck and the other person drives a Prius and they're yeah, like, yeah. I'll never <laughs> stand next to you. And, um, but like they, ironically, they like would vote for the same policies. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it sucks because, uh, you fucking nothing gets done. Dude, no, like, no. And, and it's true. And it, and it's sad that like, I, I understand what you mean. Like that, like they would, they might vote for the exact same thing. But they're still like gonna fight about it. like they're they're literally like yelling at each other, saying the same thing, but not listening because they know quote unquote they're right. And like it's just like dude, you like if you guys took a step back and listened to what you're saying, like you guys could be like, oh fuck, okay, well then let's just vote this way. <laughs> like, yeah. Not not just be like, oh well, I I'm so like ingrained into this fucking like way I've been forever. So I'm literally never going to listen to you because like you're on that side. Like, it's like, dude, no, like we're technically on the same side. We're just both being assholes, not listening. <laughs> and and you're being, you're being coerced by like manipulators. Yes, right? Like yeah. people, people take advantage of like the sort of cultural um, identity. Right. So like yeah. people like walking around with like a mega hat, and uh, they like fucking love Trump. He's their fucking lord and savior. And like, ask them, what did Trump do for the country? Yeah, and they're like, well, he the economy's never been better. It's like well, the economy <laughs> was on an up, the economy was on an upward trend. So you really can't attribute that to him. If anything, you would attribute that to like Obama before him. And then they're like, he did great things for the economy. And you're like, name one thing. And they're like, uh, 
the 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 tariffs is like <laughs> even even his even his top like economic advisor thought that they were bad, but he did it anyway to appease you guys. And they're like, uh, and it's like you don't know fucking shit. And your whole thing was that he, you're like, well, I, I just like him. This is really good for the economy. It's like no, it's a it's an identity thing. It's identity politics, but on like the other side. He knows how to pull the heartstrings. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, but it's the same with anyone. Like most people, they, 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 you're not, you don't see the policies when you like look at your candidates. You just see like some sort of cultural, um, you know, representation that like some weird um, projection of like how you want to be perceived in your uh, candidate. But like ultimately, you're not really paying attention to like, policies or anything. No, exactly, dude. Like, and then also going back to those people, like they're gonna be like, yeah, well, they he did this. It's like, and then if you ask them or like try and combat them, they're gonna be like, well, I have my faith. Like either way, like no matter what, you're gonna they're gonna find like, like ah, uh, he did good. Like, and then they just walk away thinking like, I won that 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 fight right there. Yeah, no, absolutely, and that. Uh, like, how do you have conversations with people like that? You don't. Uh, That's like they have yeah. a conversation with you, and then they walk away. Yeah, yeah. They have a conversation. They, they have with a monologue. Like, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's so good. That's so true. And it sucks, dude. Like, I hate that. Like, I don't talk politics at all, just because it's like, well, first of all, ninety nine percent of the people don't give a shit because they're going to be like, well, I believe what I believe, and I'm not going to listen to you. But then you do yeah. find those people that are actually like, oh, well, that's actually kind of cool that you say that, and then they explain their side, and you're like, oh, I understand. Like, I love when you can find those people, but that's extremely rare. And like, it is. but yeah. like, yeah, dude, like being able to like yeah exactly the monologue like those are the monologue people like they they literally like fuck them <laughs> that that's it like oh i know and it, it, it's on it's on both sides for sure oh, oh yeah definitely um the human thing uh, yeah exactly it's yeah, on the it's human, human side thing. yeah and it's like the dunning kruger effect where the less you know about something the more you think you know about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because and then conversely, the more you research, the more you appreciate how little you know. Yeah, like yep. the, the, the study with like PhD versus bachelor's versus master's. Um, I guess like students or people with that degree. Uh, and it was like a self like directed like survey of how much they thought they knew about their field that they were studying. And it's basically like a graph that goes like downward in in an exponential curve <laughs> oh no way really yeah yeah um yeah wow so that's yeah because like a, a phd student will have just enough knowledge to know how much there is to know yeah yeah you know exactly. but that they don't know, know. <laughs> yeah Dude, like that, like, but like, you know what? Like, it's funny that like the smart people know that they don't know everything, <laughs> and like that's like, yeah, you're, they're not the Facebook re researchers. They're the, they're literally just yeah. like, like, oh shit, like maybe I don't know everything, and like that's what's fucking awesome. I would love all the people that like research everything on Wikipedia and Facebook and like fucking those like scary websites that say like the coronavirus has or like the fucking vaccine has like nanobots in it like like i want discord, them dude, dude dude discord, discord. <laughs> full fucking circle dude we're here we're talking about it everybody come here now 
<laughs> the yeah. government can't stop us here. <laughs> yeah, but you were you, sorry. You were saying no, 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 dude. I'm so glad you interrupted. That was so perfect, <laughs> dude. No, like it's just those people. Like I don't know, man. Like, like I'm just glad the smart people understand that they are smart but they don't know everything and like they can admit to it that that is like the most that's like the most like selfless like uh, it's not, i was gonna say the most human thing but no it's not because humans are assholes yeah. but like it is literally like the the, the most the, the nearest thing you can get to god because it's it's like you're literally <laughs> just like saying like it's, it's, uh, it's really hard yeah it's exactly really hard to admit that yeah and um, but unfortunately there is obviously like a class component to that right because it's not so yeah. much like smart people it's people who have the luxury of like getting a education. really good education oh that's or true yeah or you're not working all that like you know if you're working three jobs just to put a roof over your head you don't have time to go and read Karl Marx or like yeah yeah know, Gramsci or something like you're fucking working yourself to death and um it, so it sucks because I, I try not to be like, oh, you're, you guys are stupid because it's yeah. like, no, you're, people are manipulating you. You're working your ass off just to survive. And like, you need to draw lines in the sand, right? Mentally in order to like function as a human being. So you have to be like, no, I know all about the economy. I know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, because, because I, don't, I don't know possibly... how my bread is made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have time but, to figure that out. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. I'm just going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it, it is tough. So, I, I mean, I try not to put like, I do think there are um, smart people who are like wealthy enough to get a, um, uh, you know, a higher education and an advanced degree and then choose to claim that they have all the answers to like obtain some sense of superiority yeah. i do think and that that's where i would assign like an ethical you know judgment because it's like you should know better that, yeah like, oh this yeah is not and, and and there is this weird like will to power among educated people who yeah. like a lot of people who like get uh even like, a, you know, graduate degrees in like philosophy. And then they're not taken seriously because there's not a lot of like jobs for like philosophy majors exactly. and stuff. And then they become very resentful. And then they're like, well, how do I compensate for that? Like lack of power. And they do it by like, you know, claiming to be the arbiters of all the information and everyone's <laughs> inferior. And like, I, you know, and um, that uh, that's something that's like, has existed you know since the dawn of uh you know school and scholastics it's yeah. like you know not the not everyone who is the most well read is going to get the most power yeah and they are very upset about that you know some people uh but then and then there's people who are you know have advanced degrees and they're just like the phd students in that study who are like no, if anything, I, I feel like I know less than b before I started this. Just be and that's when you're being honest with yourself. Yeah. There's, there's too much shit to know in a lifetime. Yeah, seriously. Many, and there's too many variables even to, like, make sense of, like, 
so I work in like material science. Okay. Right. So like, like, you know, the stuff I'm working on right now is like glue basically. Right. Super simple shit. Like basic, like polymer stuff. Even in that, there are so many variables. I couldn't possibly like characterize everything going on with this like stupid glue uh, <laughs> substrate, right? Yeah. Now, when you're looking at countries and like world economies and like the whole structure of societies, like there's like an unfathomable amount of variables. You couldn't possibly know what's going on. Yeah. Like even even if you were like the most advanced, you know social scientists in the world like there's no possible way you, it's so complex and like uh there are definitely like trends that we can talk about and like but to just claim that you're like yes i know how society unfolds people can't even predict like the presidency yeah <laughs> like, you think they're gonna predict like how everything is gonna you know unfold in the next like 100 years there's no way yeah exactly uh but people will pretend and they'll, it's, it's almost like a, like playing a priest or something that you have some sort of like otherworldly uh, connection to the divine that you now have access to all this, you know, foresight. Um, and it's just, it's a fucking trick. It's, it's you know, snake oil salesman. Yeah, like, ex- exactly, dude. Um, but... Anyway, I I totally get if why people don't want to talk about politics because it's just so messy and yep. can get really toxic. Like even if you agree with people, sometimes, dude, yeah, like it, it, like exactly, like just uh, talking about it in general is like you just have to be ex- ex- extremely choosy on who you're talking to because you never know if they're going to be like, well, dude, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially like now. Yes. Especially now. Um, And uh, it sucks because the only way that we could possibly fix this country is if we need to talk to each other and figure out like what's going on and try to like get to it. That's like, you know, debates like in like the, in the old like Greek days of debates, like Socrates and Plato and stuff like these guys would, talk to each other assuming like i don't know shit you know i might be like the yeah. world's best philosopher but i don't know anything maybe if we talk to each other we'll get to some sort of like mutual truth right and like we don't do any of that now it's i have the answers and i need to destroy you like yeah, so <laughs> yeah. That, you know, ben shapiro <laughs> <laughs> some random college dude. Like, it's, that's what people want to see because it's like it's the spectacle yeah it's just like entertainment uh but yeah and so like we i know we like of course always go down the political route with <laughs> talking uh like jonathan and i but um yeah uh that was something also like to bring it back to nursing mm-hmm. where I, at first, I kind of didn't want to do anything political because I didn't want to be like preachy, especially in music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I find some like political stuff. It, it can be just kind of like naive and and 
irritating. Not all of it. Like there's some great political groups out there that are, uh, you know, it's important work. But like, yeah, yeah of course, it, all, it, it kind of bleeds into like our album concepts and our lyrics and uh, like fortunately with nursing the lyric style like Jonathan and I have kept it pretty vague and like metaphorical and uh, it, it, it's not like as overt as like some of uh, like our previous stuff um, so that you can people can kind of draw their own conclusions from it which I think is which I prefer like more universal uh, yeah yeah and, and writing writing lyrics that are like captivating but not just corny as shit it's so hard it yeah, is, you're writing a tightrope line it's like yeah oh man it's very 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 difficult yeah and, and at least with heavy like streaming music you don't have to rely so heavily on like rhyme structures yeah, and yeah. um like very like my my fiance and i we actually were we do like uh, we have like an indie project on the side. Oh, cool! That, uh, we're like finishing up now. We don't have any music out, but we should have some out soon. Um, that is like the hardest fucking thing ever to write. Uh, you know, forget about like a vocal melody. Just to write lyrics that are like, you know, honest and have some kind of like meaning, but aren't like really corny or preachy or like affectatious and like. You know, ooh, I'm an angsty teen, and everyone needs to know about my suffering. Like, really hard, or just like generic lyrics. Like, so I find the antidote to that is to like write very vague and metaphorical. Like, you know what I mean? Because then you can it, you can give off the allure of being profound. Yeah. Oh, even yeah. Even if it's not, because they're like, ooh, a metaphor. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Li I find lyrics in general are like the hardest part for me. Of I haven't even, writing. I haven't even been like trying to attempt to work on my lyrics. I really should, but I don't even know where to start. It's, it's one of the most abstract parts of music in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it, dude to, to know that like, I don't know, like the 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 lyric part of a band is just is is mind blowing because first of all, like yeah, like there's so many people that are like oh like oh screaming's easy or like you can do that like who anyone or like whatever, but like lyrics is like you're literally like putting words down like yeah like playing drums or guitar or bass or whatever the fuck like it's like you can do that you can literally just play oh okay I have this idea but like words are like. You have to make it cohesive. I mean, some people don't make it cohesive, of course, but like it's 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 mind blowing how how yeah. difficult lyrics are. Yeah, it's a totally different part of your brain as oh, opposed yeah. to, uh, and you have to like you you kind of have to like read or read other lyrics at least and like familiarize yourself with it. And like some, I used to not give a shit about lyrics at all. I used to just be like, ah, whatever, fuck it, like. I can't even really make it out, especially with like heavy music. Um, but then a couple of bands, they were, uh, have you ever heard drug church? Yeah. Dude, I love the guy from drug church is, uh, he is my favorite lyricist. I think it's like Pat, Pat England, I think is his name. 
Uh, I should definitely know his name if he's my favorite <laughs> lyricist. But he's in another band called. He's in a couple bands. He's in another band called Self Defense Family. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. I didn't the, know he was in that. That's awesome. Yeah, he's the dude. He's the main, or he's the the yeller in that. It's almost like spoken word yelling sort yeah, of stuff. That's crazy. But, uh, and that guy has like the most fucked up voice ever. I know, <laughs> like, dude. Uh, like just like drinking Drano every night, like, <laughs> uh, but but it's phenomenal. It's like very very human, like resonating music. But his lyrics are for that kind of music. For me, it's like the perfect line of smart, um, like meaningful, emotional, but not being like uh, verbose or like you know, kind of sanctimonious and like, um, patronizing. Yeah, uh, exactly. And and it was actually that band where I was like, Oh, and, and he was wrestling with a lot of adult concepts. Like, and, and seriously, you know, like that's one thing I have a hard time with is when lyrics are like, and the goblins came to the gates and it, like, it's just, like <laughs> sort of fantasy, like escapism stuff or yeah. stuff that just sounds like it's like, out of like a middle school diary where it's like <laughs> my blood runs cold on these, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I just don't relate to that. It's not, it doesn't mean anything or just like, I love chaos of the oblivion of the, and uh, <laughs> it's like, what are you talking? It's just, you're just saying like edgy words. Yeah. <laughs> be like, this is how edgy our band is. But, um, like to, to wrestle with like adult concepts and like real that's like the cherry on top of the music because um it really can bring to life that emotion that they're going for and, and you feel like oh this is a person who's like going through a lot as a thoughtful person someone who's like clearly like tortured internally and i can kind of relate to that uh you know that sort of like struggle and it, it it's so much more impactful. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, but then I also respect people who are like, yeah, I don't know what the lyrics mean. Like, we just do whatever. It's like, yeah, I respect that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're like, I'm not good at writing lyrics, so I just write kind of whatever, and uh, don't worry about it too much. And it's like, that's fine too. Yeah, that's literally cool what Jacob Collier said, how he writes his lyrics. Like, he really? Just kinda, yeah, he just, like, does whatever and, and makes it, like, catchy and also vague uh, so anybody can relate to it. Uh, that's man, awesome. Now I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude. Well, dude, okay, so, I okay, I have two more questions for you guys. Okay, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't. I know. I love that. I love this, dude. Like the super tangential stuff is literally like, dude. Like that's one of my favorite things. And like, I love when people can like easily converse about anything. Like that to me is one of the coolest things ever. So like, I love this. Like, uh, like out of like out of the questions I like that I that my brother wrote for me as I stated before. Like I got to like three, but like that's what I love. I like I love the conversation instead of being like. Okay, well, exactly. Going back to like, so uh, what? When's this band going out on the road? Like something yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like some stupid shit. Like I, I want to know like who you guys are. Who are the people behind this fucking chaos? Like, like that's what right. that's the best part about it. 
But yeah, like, dude, I agree. Hell it's, yeah, dude. You want to see something organic? Yes, dude. Exactly. That's why, like, I've said it before a million times. Like, when you go to a when you go to a show, you're there for a show. You're not there to hear them play it perfectly. Like, if you want to hear it played perfectly, go home and listen to the record. Like, this is you're yeah. here to experience something new, and that that's what I love yeah. about that. Go listen to the MIDI version. Yeah, where a computer spits <laughs> out. Yeah. Exactly, dude. But okay, um, so. But copy and paste the auto tunes does it. <laughs> Dude. So my the the, the first question, uh, it's uh so this one's a weird one I like to ask everyone, but if your band was a TV show or a movie, what would it be? Like an existing one, or yeah, like some like so, yeah, dude. I, I I love that. I love that you answer with that because like I feel like your brain's like, oh, dude, I can think of the most fucked up movie ever, or like, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, like usually it's it's one that exists. But if you want to make up a movie right now, go for it, dude. <laughs> uh, that's a good I'm not sure. Uh, that's a very good oh, question. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, Probably Shrek. <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I know I feel when I'm making music. That's what I feel like I'm uh, making. Jerry, what's that show, uh, Mr. Robot? Whoa, dude. That was yeah. like, that's, whoa, dude. That's crazy. I haven't heard that forever. Yeah, so... I guess that one because it's about it's about like a I don't not to spoil anything like I mean yeah, but like it's about this hacker guy who's like trying to infiltrate uh, criminals and shit, but is also like a drug addict and like yeah. borderline schizophrenic and like so if anything that that would be the type of like high anxiety chaos like yeah. Uh, and then and like, uh, there's for like the way the world is set up and the transaction. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everything society, which is a big theme yeah. in uh, the album. So that theme fits in very nicely, I think. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. Um, and then he's all, I think he actually like, he's like addicted to heroin or something. And there's morphine. some like really, yeah, like morphine or something. And there's some like, we try to have like more like pleasant stuff, uh, mixed in there. Uh, between all the crazy shit (laughs) dude that's a great answer dude (laughs) dude dude what about you john um honestly since hearing i don't think i can top that example like that's 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 a pretty good example like I, i i i agree with that wholeheartedly i think the the pure resentment of the disconnection with others that are might even be very close to you and how sanitized and sort of uh, corporatized all of society is. Um, and just from the perspective of seeing it basically from like this isolated, depressing view of like, you know, they, they show him in this like actual uh, Chinatown uh, apartment. I forget what exactly they call it, but it's like a, a really shitty place. And you get a sense of this guy's life and his space and we make like heavy technical music, but it doesn't, it's not like tech death or gen. It's, it's not like, Oh, everything's perfect. It's like, you know, all orchestrated and polished. Yeah. It's, you know, somebody like 
just screaming and punching their bathroom mirror. And <laughs> now, like, yeah. it's, it's, that, that's what it's a, a bit close to. I agree. And I, I, I really hope so. We had this new drummer uh, who he's agreed to do it. We just like, we'll make like an announcement uh, at some point. Yeah. This guy is like really good and he's like got a huge jazz background. And jazz can be often like intentionally sloppy. And yeah. I'm hoping having not just live drums, yeah. but like his live drums will really add to like what we were really envisioning, which is something even more. Uh, even less like robotic and more chaotic and uh, hell yeah. Uh, and it, we did this one in our bedroom, but we're trying to do it. The next one, we're going to do a shorter one just because like timelines and stuff. And we, we have a new drummer and we, ha we have a new bassist as well. Oh shit. Um, so get everyone up. The more people you add, the more time it takes to like learn everything. Yep. Obviously, cause you got to get everyone up to speed. You want to make sure everyone's contributing and that, um, so we'll probably just do like a couple songs, like maybe even an EP, but we're hoping to do it like at an actual recording studio. And so we can like really play around with like just the noise and the soundscapes and all that, like through a more organic, natural sounding stuff. And like, I like, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with self care. I think it was, uh, but it, it wasn't totally like what I was envisioning at first. Like I want, because you can't do that in your bedroom, or I can't. Yeah, I don't have yeah. like the the know how. Sorry, yeah, Tony, I'm just gonna. I was just letting you guys know. I'm gonna switch to my phone. I'm not leaving the the call. I'll be right back <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, no worries, dude. But um, yeah, I, I it's just money. Like the, it's just so, and money and time and like finding members who are. Like we had a drummer who was, who was a friend of mine and a really good drummer. And, uh, you know, we had made an announcement and stuff about getting him on and, and it was like working out. But then he was sort of saying like, look, man, I gotta be honest with you. I just don't have the time between work and my other projects. Um, because the music, it fucking takes forever to learn that shit. Oh yeah. Because there's like no, there's no repetition <laughs> or i mean there is you try to that's that's definitely so we're trying to have a bit more repetition to like get grooves and but it's a lot of just like weird little nuances and stuff and you just have to play it like hundreds and hundreds of times yeah oh before definitely. you're ready to play it live like a five track set you know like 15 20 minute set will probably take us like six months of practice Oh yeah, to, uh, to like hone, like literally perfect it. Or not even to perfect it, but like to just be at a place where I'm like, I am comfortable playing that this makes in sense. front of other human people. Yeah. Like, whereas <laughs> right now, I could not play you a single song from that album. Oh. I have forgotten all of it. <laughs> but that's why we write new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, <laughs> dude. Okay, so with 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 this one, so the last question I have to ask everyone: What has been the best show you have ever played? And then give me the worst show. Ooh, uh, it's gonna be tough. The, the worst show is going to be tough. There's a whole lot to play from, to uh, <laughs> draw from. Can we say um, every show? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I playing shows. Um, uh, Tony, you want to go first? 
Well, this will have to be for other bands because we haven't played a show with Nursing yet. It's just all bedroom projects right now. Yeah. Uh, I guess it would be for Needle Play. Yeah. Be. Yeah. The, the best show, in my opinion, we went on tour with uh, Noises and... Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> and, and Black Matter Device. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Jonathan is it because I wasn't there? Tony is sensitive. That was <laughs> it was so amazing. Jonathan wasn't there, and uh, you know we could finally play like actual you know, musicians instead of being dragged down. But uh, uh, no, uh, I thought the gr- great Scott that you were there, right? You're a great Scott, Jonathan. Oh yeah, yeah. The great Scott was great. That yeah. was a good one. Um, the Sonia was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good, too. That was a nice it, venue. It the, I got to say, the only... So, we played with a lot of, like... We played with a lot of, like, metalcore bands. We played with, like, punk bands. We played with fucking, like, ska and, like, reggae bands. Like, nice. folk bands and stuff. <laughs> and most venues that we went to, people were like, what the fuck is this? And not in a... Yeah. In not in a sublime, profound way. They're like in an irritated way. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. Like, we played for like it's some hardcore show, and these are just kids that they just want to stick your ass immediately. Like they're just <laughs> waiting. They just please will make, they will make eye contact. So, <laughs> yeah, so we can crowd kill you. And like the hardest fucking just like caveman bands went on, and uh, we did a needle play set that was like particularly like lighter and sort of jazzy. Yeah, and people were just there's like a full room of like these hardcore, you know, murderers that were like <laughs> arms folded, just shaking their head with disapproval and like um, that, and like the set would end or a song would end and there's just no, like one person would clap. Ooh, it was like damn. a full room. Cause they were just not feeling it. It was like irritating music to them, which, uh, <laughs> Hey man, I guess. Uh, but the only really like, so it's been tough. And a, a lot of like metalcore bands too, they were just like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is just dumb. Like what, where are you playing all this like weird chaotic shit? Like, play low notes and like groove bro <laughs> uh and so people every once in a while people come up to us and be like hey i actually enjoyed that which was nice but like for like the first year we didn't play with any other math core bands until we went on tour with noises and black matter device that's sick um like in baltimore we played a show where they were people there to see math core right Oh, okay. And that, that was, those were the shows like on that tour where people were mostly there to see like Noises or Black Matter Device. And, and, and I think that was the only show where there were people who were actually there specifically to see us. Oh, damn. That's cool. Yeah. Which was like very rare for us. Um, Like people coming like with our shirts. I was like, holy shit. Like you actually listen to this shit. Um, And, the 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 places just went wild and that was that was a lot of fun like people because there is kind of like a tension between well obviously between the people playing and the audience where you do feed off each other like if the audience isn't feeling it you're gonna play like shit 
and you're not going to be into it. Whereas like when the audience is really feeling it, it's like, it's been an awesome like magic. experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the more niche genre you're in, the rarer that is. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Like for nursing, I would love to just get to a point where there's like a couple people in like major cities. This would be my dream. Like it's just a cut. It's not even like just a couple people in each city who are like, if you come here, we will specifically come and see you and they'll go fucking crazy. Like not trying to play a fucking huge room or anything, but uh, that, and it's not, it's not even for the approval or like, the validation it's just that experience is so amazing you really feel like you feel your music you're like oh like you know i this is how i felt when i wrote this yeah exactly you know like this is the people are are really like vibing to this and like sharing that experience like that's that's sick but that's very rare. And it's, yeah. <laughs> it's tough to build that. It's tough to build an audience. Like you, uh, there's not a lot of people who listen to this kind of music just in general. Uh, most people that you will show it to most like average people will, uh, just turn it off. They'll be like, what yeah. is this? Like, Oh yeah. Never. This is music. Like, I don't think so. No, like this is not music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Even my own brother was saying that for the longest time. He was like, "That's the metal stuff you play, Jonathan, is not music." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same with my my dad. I like showed him a song, and he's like, he's just turning it off. He's like, "That's nice." Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, so yeah, but when you do get people who are into it, it you know really pays off. Oh, definitely. Heck yeah. That that's like the best thing ever. Like like you said, going into like a, like not even a huge not a huge room at all, just having people like want you to be there is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Do you play have you been playing shows? No, no. I haven't well, I haven't played it for over a year at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, that 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 was kind of why our other band fell apart. We were actually playing shows like like each weekend and it and then the pandemic happened and then we lost our studio space and like we you know we took a big financial hit and it, honestly with that kind of band we were really we had six people Damn. and we were really relying on shows as like a, a motivation to just keep doing it yeah uh and then when we, when we lost six people yeah because when, when you, that's the thing about shows, when you have a show, even people who, you know, may not be like uh, practicing every night, usually are like, I need to practice every night because I have a show yeah. in a week. Like, it's kind of keeping us all together, but it's just, it's just shit happens. Oh, yeah, um, exactly. And I'm guilty of that too. Like, you know, I'm like, why do I need to practice this? I don't have a show for like maybe forever. Yeah. Like, there's a worldwide <laughs> plague. Like, I'm not going to practice for this and uh, yeah, kind of fell apart. And it, it makes sense, dude. Like, like I, I we didn't practice, my band didn't practice for the longest time. And then, and then we eventually like got together and yeah, like we'll practice every now and then, but like, we're not like, we're not playing shows yet just because like every single time you see something, it's like, Oh, everything's getting worse. And it's just like, Oh, 
well, I don't want to yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and and you don't want to be the first people to start playing shows because exactly, you, you don't want to be those guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> it is a little like there were people playing shows when I was like, it's a little irresponsible. There's people dying in a fucking alone in a hospital bed. Yeah, and you guys are like with no masks out there, like bidding on each other in the fucking crowd, like. Um, but whatever, that's a fucking, uh, get with the fucking political shit, but uh, <laughs> they're not even political at this point, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but are, are you guys making any, uh, music now? Like, are you recording oh. new stuff or? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we're, we already like, we're reco- we recorded a full length like that. We're like, uh, like uh we just have to do vocals on at this point and then oh good yeah dude like uh, like honestly it's so funny like covid was the best for my band because we put out a uh we put out an ep and then press it to vinyl ourselves and it sold out and then like and then we it was just it was just crazy like we were able to like get so much more done during this whole time because first of all you don't have to worry about shows and like i know like i hope this doesn't sound like irresponsible or anything but like 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 we were just like not playing shows we were actually just being together like making sure like we only got together with the band and that's it and then but yeah dude like we've done a fuck ton of stuff whereas if we were doing that like i feel like we were just way more focused because we had to be and that was like the coolest part about it yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. Our last band put out, was able to put out an EP. And we, I mean, put out, we made this project during COVID. That's and sick. There was something like way more, um, uh, yeah, like you say, focused, where sometimes yeah. when you have too, too many things going on at once, nothing gets done. Yes, Because you're exactly. just trying to like juggle everything. When you're like, look, we're not playing shows. The only relationship we have to this band would be recording stuff. So let's just focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got it done pretty quick too. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Um, and uh, also just if you're inside all day, you're like, well, I might as well play or write music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. dude. Like we can do everything remotely, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's to the point where it's like, why not? Like if you're, if you have a band member that's not doing something, it's like, you're inside like why not like you you have nothing else to do because first of all the world's like exploding and like it's like just just try or like do something like yeah dude trust me like i i know exactly what you mean yeah well definitely tag us when you uh release the full length oh yeah definitely heck yeah dude i i don't know when it's coming out and like like or when, whenever we whenever, I I'm just I'm just excited that we did and like it's just it's gonna be fun, dude. I, I love I love this like I, I I'm already ready to write new music. Like it's like everything's always like okay, well that was cool. Let's move on to the next part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an awesome thing. That's an awesome uh, approach because not everyone has that. Some people they like if you're treating writing music like homework that sucks like why are you even doing it yeah Yeah. you should really you should want to write new stuff like i uh that that's something that i'm really grateful for because for me writing music is like an escape where like i don't have to listen to all the crazy shit in my head i can just like think about like writing song or like song structures or like trying new things listening to other bands and like 
trying to see if I anything can like influence what I do and stuff. And it's something I can like think about every day. And um, yeah, like as soon as we finish the last project, we're like, all right, let's start writing the new stuff and let's start. Um, and it, it, again, it's not, it's not to like just produce as much music as possible and sell as much music as possible. It's just like, I, I love that escape. Yes. That, yeah. Uh, that experience. And it's like a philosophy of not really having the end goal be a product. Yes. It's, it's, it's more of just a journey and a process and the what's enjoyable is the journey and yeah. the process. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. the journey and, and the, and the growing of, of, whoever you may become or, or like, and now I'm getting Absolutely. like, yeah, like you, you, you. It's so true as an artist. Yeah, it, dude, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, so like, yeah, that's totally true. So like, I, I like that how you said, like, it's not a product. Like it's the, like the journey and the growing of, of who you are and what your band is, or it just maybe you, whatever the fuck it is. Like there is so many more hands in this, like, in this like hat than you think. And like, it's, it's going to be like, you want to grow. You don't want to stop and be like, "Oh yeah, this is our best thing. Let's just never do anything again." Yeah. Like it's just like, dude, yeah. Why are you here? Like, please, like, yeah. I, I like, even if you wrote the coolest fucking record and you say this is it, it's like, well then go, dude. You're done. Like, what's the point? Like, stop. Like, stop talking about it. Like, like if if you're not yeah. trying to progress yourself, then what's the point? I, I, I like, but then again, like there are people that do that, which is fine, but it's just like, fuck dude. Like you, you, what if you wrote the next, what if you're the next fucking Beethoven? You know what I mean? Like you never know. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. not. You don't want a tinnitus and death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, dude. But, uh, <laughs> no, but I think that I see that and I'm not calling anyone out, but like there, I absolutely see this a lot where people, and I've worked with people like this where, you're trying to get the minimum amount of um, songs out there so that you can then get a ton of attention online or yeah, like, yep. and then just milk that. And like, as much as you can, I hate yeah. that shit. I hate yeah. it. Like I write we music were... to listen to it. Yes. Music yeah. that I yes. Like to listen to. Holy fuck. Yes, dude. Or Sorry. just yes. do like when, like, when we when we were done with self-care like there was a relief but then once it was out i was like kind of depressed even when people were like wow i really like this i was like fuck you like <laughs> uh, fun to write it so, yeah so when i was writing it i was like in a fucking you know i was like on math i was just like this is awesome <laughs> Hang on, like, i'm gonna do this and that uh not actually but exactly but even if I, you did uh, it's, it's great like <laughs> yeah yeah and um that i that's the shit i love is like Mess. working on that like the noose of math <laughs> exactly. that's what i'm yeah. trying to say is do math you don't have to worry about anything else. <laughs> about the math yeah, <laughs> oh man yeah i just remember like sitting in my basement at like one in the morning so that i wouldn't bother my parents and stuff and they wouldn't be down there and just screaming and just playing with my voice and just trying to like add a bunch of parts together to see how big I can make it and how scary I can make it and just having a blast. That's you know? sick. Hell yeah. No, it's awesome. And there would be days where like Jonathan would come over and we would like talk for a bit, but then we would just separately be like working on music. That's sick. For like hours and just uh or like just working on that. and and that that kind of it seems a bit like introverted, but like hey, fuck it, whatever. But 
like when you're just by yourself, like really, um, like just in the zone and uh, you're, you're seeing results, like, you know, you put in effort and you're getting actual, like, that's just the best feeling. Um, that's something that like, even if I never play another show again or write or release anything, that's something I like couldn't give up. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. seriously. I, I totally, I totally believe that too, dude. Like it's, no, you said it perfectly. There's no way I can like like top that. That that is exactly how I feel too, dude. Yeah, and it, but like not again, like not everyone is about that. And if you're working with people like that, like if you're gonna start a band, you want to make sure everyone is in it. Yeah, for that reason, because if you're the kind of guy who's like, we need to do this and this and that, and yes, like new ideas people aren't feeling you they're gonna fucking hate you yep. they're gonna resent you so much because you're getting in the way of like what they want which is just to do you know to put out a couple songs and then just like get the fucking credit for it and just like milk that like there's some bands that like i'm like if you spend half as much time like writing songs as you did like on social media you could write like a full fucking discography like um and ends up being full nine, like, nine symphonies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and and I understand, like, you know, we're on social media. We we post stuff, and uh, but you you really have to check yourself with that because then you, there are bands where it's like the whole sort of presence is like you're like a meme band. Yep. Or something. Yeah. Or um, and uh, that. Um, I don't know, it just like interferes with like the whole point of like starting a band, which is to you know, like create something that's like specific to you and um, authentic. And like, like another thing with a lot of bands is like, why are you doing this? Like, are you trying to convey something about your life and experience to other people? You know what I mean? Like there's just bands that are like, we want to sound like this band. You know, or yeah, or like, but that band already exists. People are like, I oh, we want to be like Mish the next Meshuga. It's like, we there's already Meshuga. Like they did it great. Exactly. They fucking nailed it. Why would you want to be the next them? Like, yeah, they weren't thinking uh, that when they, they were. They weren't trying to be the next anybody when they yeah. were trying to make their. Music. Well, they literally were trying to be the next Meshuga by definition. But yeah. No, I mean, I mean, Meshuggah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Meshuggah was trying to be. Yeah, Meshuggah. they were trying to be themselves. They were trying to yeah, be. Yeah. Their own yeah. Time. yeah. Yeah, I know. But, and uh, that is just like, like you should, I just see some stuff and it's like, why did you do this? Like, what was the point? Like, um, yeah, you should want something that's like, and I don't mean like you need to be the most technical, you need to be the most like profound, but it's like, you, I, for me, like this is why I hate music reviews that are like I give it an eight point five out of ten stars. Like, oh my god! Like, what does that mean? Fucking <laughs> art. Like, what if you're an idiot? Why would I believe that? Like, what? If, like you should like a music review, and I get like people do this, and I've done this sometimes. So I'm not trying to call anyone out, but like lately, I've just been like, you know, what a review should be is someone saying. Like, this is what this meant to me. This is the sort of like, yes. you you said it earlier um, about like the Daughters record when you were saying like the world that they paint. Yes. 
that's what you that is the whole thing like what world are you sort of creating for people uh, and like as a listener like what world is painted for you like what does it bring you back to your teenage years when you were upset and like over dramatic and thinking that you were better than everyone else but not being does it take you to a good place in your life does it take you to like a sort of magic beat in your mind like yeah you know, like some vapor vapor wave stuff that it's like <laughs> I, you can close your eyes and be like i'm on a beach in space like on a rainbow <laughs> nebula like and, and you know you, that's what you should do is like what what kind of like world does it paint for you what kind of emotions does it bring up why do you think it does emotions that especially are important uh, yeah yeah as opposed to just like i thought it was like very uh you know efficient drumming like yeah <laughs> eight out of ten stars like uh, but um but yeah i i do see people who, like i think people as they get older start to pick up on that more and more yeah definitely like you're like i'm just gonna listen to what i like because it makes me feel a certain way yeah and I like to feel that way because again, we all have bodies and having bodies sucks yeah. <laughs> and it hurts and you want something to take you out of that. Yeah. But... You, you want tinnitus, dude. <laughs> uh, we're going to, our next album is going to be called tinnitus. It'll be one <laughs> note forever. <laughs> and it'll be as long as however you live. Yeah. That's awesome. So you, it's just going to be a YouTube live video at all times forever, that one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> There's probably going to be some installation art like that or like <laughs> someone playing one note in a room for for the rest of their life and like, that's the art. But. Dude, oh, that, that ha- that's going to be something for sure. There's no You have yeah. just created the next level of art, dude. Yeah, I should go to get my dissertation in like, abstract <laughs> art or something. Um, yeah. Oh my god, dude! Oh well, dude, dude. Also, Jonathan, uh, what was your best and worst show? Um, best show. Uh we had a lot of great shows. Um, my best show, I think, was probably there's one of the Middle East shows where, um. I had like a gas mask on. That was pretty cool. Whoa. And um, I, I also, I had invited some girl that I was like talking to sort of like, I was like, oh, let's see what happens sort of thing. And she came and I think she was expecting like a uh, One Direction kind of thing. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't tell her what genre we were. And she was like a very basic kind of regular, like she had never really heard anything like that. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. Um, but honestly, my best, my favorite show is probably our first show, which was that I was a part of, which I think was technically at the British American Club in Fitchburg. Yeah, it was either, yeah that was a yeah, good show. Yeah, and it just, yeah. I, I felt the magic of playing a live show in a band that I was yeah. really serious about. Hell yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it was, you know, with some serious musicians that I felt like had a similar view of what we were doing. And I had never really played heavy music with any other musicians besides these ones because I just couldn't find anybody else who was into it. Um, you should so see this guy in a pit. 
Oh yeah, I <laughs> would, he like, goes insane, and he's he, Jonathan's not a menacing guy, but it's like terrifying. Kind of the opposite. He, he looks like a, a wild dog, like with like yeah. a rabid dog. And yeah, I, I'll just be the only one, like just like thrashing around, like you know, running in circles, jumping up and down, while everybody's just like on their phones. If I'm into the band, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the, I didn't really know Jonathan that well because I had just seen him play. We were at a jam actually, like a jazz jam. And I saw him play guitar, I mean a piano. And I was like, oh dude, you're insane. Like we're trying to get a piano player for this like weird like metal thing. How'd you like to do that? And uh, and of course he was into like a lot of the same shit. So it worked out, but I didn't know him that well. And the one of the first shows that we Co- played co-worker's son <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the first shows that we played he in, for the other sets like he just starts going fucking insane like, <laughs> and this is a show again like you say it's like not that many people yeah <laughs> and the people that are there are like other friends or like their girlfriends and uh they're just sort of like on their phone, just there. <laughs> yeah, just there to like, it's like one of the first shows we had played. And he's just no shit given. And I was like, you know what? This is an authentic guy. Like, <laughs> he does not give a fuck about what other people think. He's going to have a good time. Like, And that's what you want. That's rough. fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 When I heard him play piano, I was like, uh, he, he played like a fucking Sonata like, for, he was so good and I was like I need to steal this guy from my band like, <laughs> that's so uh, sick it was, he was just going to be a feature on it and then I was like hey how would you like to play on every song like, <laughs> yeah be featured on every uh, song yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Dude, good times. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, now your worst show you've ever played. Um, worst show. Hmm. I think there was one like bar or pub we played where the the sound guy was just really not a nice guy, and we weren't like giving him any trouble at all. We were just like we were, you know, still getting used to like playing shows and like setting yeah. up and like doing sound. And he was like giving us a hard time, made us start all over again. What? Cause somebody was playing. Cause somebody was playing when like he didn't want us to, and and it, that was just kind of shitty. And they also had a clock that we had to like watch the time as we were playing to make sure our set was like exactly in the time they said it was. What? Facing facing us while we were playing the show. You remember that, Tony? <laughs> Is that the show that we literally got like? Asked never to come back to. <laughs> Dude, they wouldn't say why. They sick. wouldn't say why. It was, so this other they went out of business. That was there. They thought we were a different band. Hell yeah! This other band, like they, one of their girlfriends, like dropped her drink and was like making a huge commotion about it to their staff. And then um, they were like trying to start shit. Like they were trying to start some like sort of fight. And I'm pretty sure like we had already packed up like we were yeah, they not made even, us leave like, because i was under 21 so they didn't yeah, want me there. yeah so nice. we couldn't yeah. even be there and then um uh i some promoter like wanted us to go back to that same venue and then he's like oh sorry guys i talked to the owner and he said you're never allowed back there like, <laughs> what what yeah. happened 
And I was talking to the owner, and he's like, you know, he wouldn't really explain why, but he was like, yeah, you know, you're just like very disrespectful. And I'm like, I please, dude, I guarantee you that it was the other band. Like, I'm not trying to like, tell me who it was, was so I can yell at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, who who did what? Did, what happened when he's like, oh, I can't tell you, but like, just know that you're never allowed back here. And I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck happened. Like, it, we because. We're not like, I mean, I know we're talking about Jonathan jumping around and stuff <laughs> and like going crazy, but I'm we're really not. Ball. Yeah. And we're not like rowdy people. Like if anything, we're like I, weird I would do it in my own space. I wouldn't, I wouldn't crowd kill people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're like, have our heads down and we're like, Hey guys, this, you know, then we play our set. And we're like, bye. And then we leave. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we just, we do not want to start any shit. And this guy was so convinced that we were this other band that he said we then unfortunately that place went out of business actually for co- during covid but not that i'm like glad yeah but <laughs> if we, we, we won't be able to play there anyway uh <laughs> that's amazing so that, yeah but, that definitely that definitely uh sounds like a pretty uh pretty bad show <laughs> Yeah, it, it wasn't ideal. I still enjoyed every show we played. Yeah, I don't think there was this show that I didn't enjoy playing because I just I love playing live and I love playing like with a band. Like actually, like okay, we're just gonna go through the whole thing. We're just gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna tell our story. We're just gonna you know get really into it and just yeah. you know it's it's fun. It's yeah. just so much fun, dude. It's the best. Do like, you guys when you when you guys play? Do you do like inner like between song banter? Uh, on, uh, no, I guess so. Like my, my brother's my vocalist and he's very, he, he's very like, he's funny. So he'll just be like, there's so many times where he'll, he'll like one time he threw up his hood, cinched it together and I started acting like a hardcore vocalist saying like, yo motherfuckers. Like, like it was just like nice. ironic because like, we're not <laughs> yeah. that band at all. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he does like, we don't like, like, I, I love when bands practice their banter <laughs> but like uh oh, yeah <laughs> like that's so funny to me but like uh no like i guess we do mostly most of the time it's just a lot of fucking noise like we literally just have a board uh bo- like uh, uh we bring another amp with uh a noise boards so that we just fuck with a uh like a micro cord and like just make that's the way to go noise. yeah dude because- that, that's, that's the way because like if your brother's funny then that he probably can pull it off yeah and it's like there are band. I hate the does he go on moral tirades of like yeah, and usually it's guys. like no. usually it's like to, that drives me so insane. Like, <laughs> like I had a friend who admitted like, that he just did that because he knew that people would like approve of it and be you know. It was, no he admitted that way. it was like he was just doing it to signal, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I was just doing that because I know that it would like people would listen and be like, yeah, what like Fuck the power." That. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Be yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but uh, it's like <laughs> um, that, or or just people who are like trying to riff, but they're just uh, they're trying to uh, live out some like stand-up comedian thing, and it's just like bombing. <laughs> no. I, the 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 shows I love are like you ever watch like old Pig Destroyer or oh, stuff? Yeah, where yeah. they they would do like the most insane. Shit, like the fastest fucking grindcore you've ever heard, just screaming, and the drummers' like arms are gonna come off, and then they would just stop and then just stand there. And 
and they would, you know, maybe retune their guitar and like tune the drums a bit and I'd be like, thank you. And then they would go <laughs> to the next one. And it's like, I, that, that's like an art form in itself. Like, cause that, that like really pulls you in when oh, bands, uh, have like the kind of discipline just to like be quiet during sets or like just put up yeah, the noise of this. and experience thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, the noise um, in between sets, like if you can have some good ambient noise and some weird, uh, you know, like sort of dissonant soundscapes and stuff. I love that too. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, like one, like one band that I like really like take that from is the Locust. Like, I love them. Like, I, I actually. Got, oh yeah. I got to see. I got to see them at the end of 2019, and it was like. They're, they're they're unbelievable. They're they're crazy type musicians, and I love that band so much. But like, yeah, like they create like that noise in between, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, that's what I want. The you say the locusts, the uh, the math Corbin or the kind of punky mathy like dissonant band. Is yeah, that what you're talking about? Yeah, like the, like from the the late '90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those guys are sick. That's a band that they are tight and very technical but it is more about the songwriting yes. than just just like raw technicality yeah um, exactly which i like they they have some really cool shit um but yeah no and and that's the kind of band where that that's perfect for where you um you're not kind of ruining the uh, the emotion of those songs with some bullshit like in between set like yeah stand-up comedy routine yeah exactly. sometimes it's really cool sometimes it honestly works like if you can make it work but you have to be very confident in your front man yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude what our old vocalist uh tyler used to do stuff like that it was actually pretty funny <laughs> yeah because he, he was just 100 percent sold it he would just like full tend yeah. it yeah just say the most random weird shit interact with people uh and uh yeah but he, he was good at that but not my I was, and then the song would start <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so awesome see like that shit's so funny like that's exactly like what, what my brother does like he'll just like like you said randomly interact with someone or like do something like that's weird like he i, I don't know dude he it's it, it's I, I love i love how when people can do that it's it's perfect like to me if i was a vocalist i'd probably be like uh Sorry, I'm here, and then like go on to the next song. Yeah, exactly, I'd be like, "Thank you so much for not leaving." Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you can leave soon. Don't worry, it's almost done. Yeah. Um, oh man, that uh, it's a tough show. The shows where um, everyone decides to go on a smoke break when you go up. Oh, dude, yeah, that's like all shows. Like that's the that's yeah, the <laughs> that's the best. You're one. Like, dude, <laughs> we drove three hours here. Yeah, <laughs> to play for a bartender, <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> like, not even the other bands are here. Like, dude, that's the why best. didn't we just stay home and like stare at the wall? Like, it would have accomplished <laughs> the same thing, dude. You get like, an out of town practice. Who doesn't want one of those, dude? yeah exactly 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 <laughs> and you just spent like 80 bucks on on gas yeah <laughs> dude it's all but... you have to call all your own gear and you don't really get paid anything usually yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah. that's so good <laughs> 
that's what like and and you realize like this kind of music that we're in there is no like taylor swift selling out a you know massive stadium like that even if you're the absolute most popular best band in that genre there's just not enough people um i remember i met uh nick Dadler, i think his name is of daughters from daughters and i was visiting my sister he lived in england and i was on my way back home and he was flying he was coming from his tour that that's right they were touring like europe oh, okay. and he was he, he was in the airport he was at my terminal we're going we're both going to boston and uh i'm like holy shit just nerding out in front of him yeah of and uh because i recognized him and then on top of that he had like a daughter's pin on his backpack oh so I'm yeah like, you're fucking from daughters <laughs> holy shit <laughs> and um then i realized we're getting on the plane i'm like he's sitting in like the shitty seats with me like, <laughs> we have we bought the same plane ticket and this guy is like, he made it. He is the fucking pinnacle of like, making it <laughs> yeah. in this genre. And he's back in the, with the assholes, like, in coach. Like, it's not like he's got his own private jet or anything. He's just fucking flying on, like, Delta or whatever. Like, um, he's a lucky one. And he's, yeah. And, and he's like, go, I mean, he's like, I got to go home to, like, my job. Yeah, like, dude. That, that, you know, yeah, there's. They're, they're, and though th- that would be a band where I'm like, they made it. Like you know, they're they're playing shows where people you know like live by their music. Yeah, you know, for, forget like going to see them specifically. Like the people who like their whole lives, like an identity revolves around their shit. Yeah. And even then, there's not enough of them for them to like you know make it and to like not. You I mean you still have to work a normal job like and. You have to be prepared for that. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, um, like I tell, I had this kid where there's like a mentoring program where I was teaching guitar to some kids, and I was like, get a day job. Even I know you guys like really love music and stuff, but you want to have like or do something that can, can that like you know is going to make money, so that yeah. you can have like a plan B or at least like. Um, you can do your music like, how you want to. Yeah, yeah. You don't have you don't have to like sell out or anything, but like because you're still afraid of like not being able to pay rent. Um, and uh, I don't know. That's just my advice. Like, it's it's really tough. It, we don't live in a time where like a fucking punk musician can, you know, be a millionaire. Or anything. Unless <laughs> it, you're like exactly. Billy Eilish or something like Yeah, exactly. Uh, be a SoundCloud rapper. Fuck. You'd be <laughs> a fucking fifteen year old millionaire with a fucking cough syrup addiction, whatever. <laughs> you, get the, you can you can get face tattoos of what is that guy who got a face tattoo of like uh uh, oh, I think it was like Anne Frank or something. Like what? He got a yeah. portrait of Anne Frank on his face. Or I wonder what Anne Frank would say about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, you can just make yourself clinically unemployable, and it doesn't matter because <laughs> you're a millionaire, fifteen. Uh, dude, dude, to know that like he had like the the, the thought like, yo, I'm gonna get Anne Frank on my face. That's just like a weird. Like, 
what? Like that's, I mean, I awoke. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Like, he's like, you know what? You know what? Cause he's not like getting like Mike Tyson or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, yo, he's badass. Like Keanu Reeves tattoo. He's like, I'm going to get Anne Frank. That's my hero. Like, that's kind of, <laughs> honestly, I'm cool with that. Dude, I, I, yeah. Not that I wouldn't be cool it's with ace tattoo. I just think like that's a uh, you know it's kind of uh, kind of woke. I guess. Yeah, it's definitely better than getting like fucking like any anyone that doesn't like fucking matter. Like Anne Frank matters because of like like <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> People get the Joker tattoo. They're like, bro, so I'm badass. Dude, I love Heath Ledger. Yeah, dude, like I'm a like, crazy psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I drink Monster Energy. <laughs> fucking play Halo all night. I'm crazy. Society's <laughs> fucked up, man. Dude. Oh my god, dude. Like, dude, like, oh, like, dude. Thank you, guys. Like, I like this is like that. Like, I feel like that's the best place to end it for the fact that we just ended on Monster Energy and like face nice. tattoos. But like, dude. You guys like this is this has been so much fun. You guys are fucking dope, and your band's sick. And like, so dude, thank you guys for coming on. This has been so cool. Thanks for having us on. It was a lot of fun. Uh, This was a very organic, uh, fun. It just felt like I was having a phone call with my buds. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck Um, yeah. Yeah, I forgot we were doing a podcast for a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's the best. Like, I, I do that all the time. I have a microphone in my in, in, in my in my face, but sometimes I'll just forget because I'm like so engrossed in the conversation. It's fucking awesome. I love that, dude. I, I love hearing that. That makes me feel like my quote unquote job has been done. Like knowing that I yeah. I, I have like made like a friend through the internet and uh and it's over me recording the conversation of it. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And like, if you guys uh, are ever in the area, I know you guys are in California, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you ever make your way down to fucking New England, dude, hit us <laughs> up. We'll uh, we'll show you. We'll we'll have a good time. We'll go get some uh, lobster rolls. <laughs> from, uh, we'll go get into a fight at an Irish bar, <laughs> dude. I swear. That's how we do around here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude if you come to california we'll we'll be in california dude like we'll be yeah. here <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll surf and then we'll go to the mountains and then we'll go yeah. that's what yeah, we'll do like that's what people think people in california are doing every day yeah, like, you must be surfing to work and then you ski you know your lunch break <laughs> wait uh, wait boston <laughs> doesn't do that dude fuck boston yeah. like you realize that this country is just copies of the same place oh yeah like the same towns like every if you've been to any town you've been to every town (laughs) dude it's like it's it's sim it's sims of the of of like states like it's literally like yes exactly exactly. (laughs) the united sims of america (laughs) (laughs) that's what it is that's Holy very true. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay, so what I'm going to say is like I'm going to I'm going to say like a fake goodbye and then I'm going to talk to you after I end the podcast. All right. So, good. dude, thank you All guys right. so much and I will talk to you later. All right. All right, man. Thanks again. Thank you. And thus concludes the episode. Okay. No, I, I why I probably done that before. I apologize. But no. There you guys 
it it's it we we've concluded that conversation and and it was it was so awesome it was again i always say that because it is all the people i'm talking to are so cool like i don't know it's just been so much fun and the dudes in nursing are so sick jonathan tony thank you thank you for coming coming on here i'm tipping my hat to you i don't even have a hat it's invisibly doing it and i'm doing it physically i'm sorry but like thank you guys for coming back and guess what if this is your first first time here hey go back to the first part listen to the first part i'm sorry that was way too high pitched but anyways thank you for coming back thank you for coming here for the first time thank you for hearing this in 20 40 but like i hope you have a great lunch and i will talk to you later bye